Welcome to the Bangers and Trash podcast. I'm your host, Matt, and I'm joined by Tony and Pietro as we discuss the fancy impact of the free agency move so far. Some of the names include Trubisky, Chase Edmonds, Christian Kirk, and Russell Gage. And we're also chatting about some of the free agents that haven't quite found landing spots just yet. There's also live reaction of Alan Robinson's move to the Rams, and we speculate on where Deshaun Watson might end up and what that means for the fancy landscape. Without further ado, here's the episode. It's time for another episode of Bangers and Trash, your podcast for all things fantasy football. Welcome, Tony. Welcome, Pietro. Or welcome back, Pietro. Uh, two weeks in a row. Fantastic consistency there, mate. Better than your uh, fancy football teams in the past. Uh, how are you both doing this evening? Please. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you, mate. Um, what a lovely day. Yeah. Yeah, devastating math. Devastated. Why are you devastated? Um, the other football. Oh yes, Soc- soccer. 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 For anyone listening, Pietro is a Juventus fan. Unfortunately, yeah. Juventus were humiliated by Villarreal yeah. last week. But we're not here to talk about that because we don't have enough time <laughs> to pick another apart, podcast for that. Yeah, to pick apart that display. But what we are here to discuss is free agency, and I'm going to put you on the spot first, Tony. Sum up this free agency week in one word, if you can, and then Pietro will come to you. Underwhelming. Underwhelming. Okay. Underwhelming. Pietro. Shambles. <laughs> Shambles. Again. It's my favourite week. New season last year? or Everything. I could use that. You could have asked me any question. That would have been the answer. Yeah. <laughs> how did you how did you play <laughs> shambles <laughs> fantastic okay yeah shambles underwhelming let's get into it then because i can see you both very excited um let's talk through some of the moves first of all so we'll start at the quarterback position trubisky to the steelers how are we feeling about that obviously we're going to be looking at this through a uh, a fancy lens but you can talk about the implications from a from a, an actual gameplay point of view if you want to but how does this impact the Steelers um, and, and how you're going to be looking at some of those players going into redraft Can't say well ready. <laughs> well it, it all depends on what you think he's got left or what you've seen in the past because I remember the days when he came into the NFL he actually looked pretty good so Alan Robinson was a top, top seven receiver I think with him um and he, you know, he's got mobility, he can scramble out the pocket, and he, he's not that bad of a passer. I don't know what, why or where he fell off. Was it the coaching or was it his play? That would be something interesting to see. But, I mean, he's got the weapons there, and they've got a good offense. Um, they've always been competitive. They're not going to go from first or second in that division to last. I, well, I, I don't think they will. Um, so, yeah, I, I can't see how it's not a good move considering the other options at QB that they had. Okay, Pete, follow that up. I don't see it having any fantasy impact whatsoever <laughs> on the players. I mean, I don't see any difference with, to Big Ben. In fact, I see Trubisky being closer to Big Ben's last season where he was throwing picks for fun, because that was his problem. He threw too many interceptions. That's not going to disappear. Yeah, he can move a little bit more, but I don't see how that's really going to help them. I, I, 
I'm not excited. I mean, it doesn't push any player up for me. It doesn't knock him down, admittedly, because Big Ben was that bad in the last year. I don't think it's um, a massive a downgrade, but yeah, no excitement whatsoever <laughs> on my face. <laughs> Maybe I've got a little bit, a little bit more excitement than than Pietro. It seems. Yeah, who's going to gain on this? I, I, well, I think Claypool had a problem with Ben. Ben can throw the ball deep, could he at all? So we'll see what happens there. Um, can Trubisky maybe. throw it accurately? Well, I don't know. It maybe takes a bit more risk than him. I mean, Ben was literally, what, 38, 9 or whatever. I've lost track. He played like his arm strength was losing. Uh, Trubisky's in his prime, isn't he? So he's bound to take more risks. If anything, it's a... It's got to be... It can't be worse for Chase Claypool than, than what it has been with Ben. I don't think. Yeah. Um, Deontay's the one who probably, yeah. So I think I think Claypool climbs a little bit, if I'm honest. Not too much, but I think he'll climb. Um, and I think Bear, uh, Deontay's probably the one who might struggle because Ben did obviously keep things short, peppered him with like ten to twelve targets. So, you know, those two were quite far apart in dynasty. They probably get a little bit closer. I think Juju was a difference maker there because. If he was playing, I don't think Deontay got all those targets because Juju was playing like a tight end at times mm-hmm. in that offense. And if he stays, I think that's more of a fantasy mover. Or if he goes, then Trubisky and Big for Big Ben. I'd be amazed if Juju stays. <coughs> well, he did that he last, year. last year when we didn't expect yeah. it. I also agree. I, I can't see him staying again, but. It, it did happen last year when I didn't see it happening either, so you never know. You never know. We'll we'll speculate on that in a second. Um, moving on to uh, to Chase Edmonds, James Connor, dynasty owners rejoice as Chase Edmonds heads to Miami. What sort of impact is this having, Tony? I come to you first because you're a massive Chase Edmonds fan in general. Um, I am. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think's happened to his? fancy um, stock, first of all, and then what do you think this means for other players on Miami and Arizona? Yeah, so uh, I actually think it's it's a bit of a time. I got excited when he was on his own, obviously, with him and Gaskin. If it was him, Gaskin, or, or whoever they had, uh, most of it going there does muddy things a little bit for Chase, but he was never going to be that kind of 1A anyway. The role he had at Arizona was probably the best one that he would have had for fantasy because they ran the ball and utilized the running back so much. Um, James Connor, for example, now is going to step into that role on his own is going to be a top five. I mean, that's a bit bold, but I'm, you know, he's, he's in the top 10 definitely for redraft for one year redraft. I can't see how he's not in the top 10 RB just because the offense, the Matt, we talk about quick plays, don't we, Matt? Sometimes and how fast the offense are. It's just gold in, in, for Cardinals. Um, so I think he's going to take all all of that um, work that they were split in between them both. And he showed he's a great pass catcher. So James Conner is the massive winner. Edmonds goes from a really fast team who gets in the red zone loads in Arizona, plays on a, you know in a dome, fast paced oppositions against the Rams, and such like to Miami, who's, who are quite slow, 
get in the centre a lot. I don't know how this. I don't. Know, I don't know where the fit is there. Um, we know Mike McDaniel's is coming over from San Francisco, but now he's bringing most of it with him. So it, I'm a bit worried about Chase, to be honest. Um, his situation was better last year. Okay, nice P. Sad to disagree with any of that. I mean, the problem with Chase Edmonds is, yeah, he's not going there as the lead back. I don't think he'd go anywhere in the NFL as a lead back. So he was. I liked him at the backfield, which I thought was going to be a slot at Arizona. But he was obviously injured too much to show it last season. And now he's in Miami, where, I mean, there's just so many running backs there. And I don't know what they're play is going to be like. I don't know what Tua is going to be like next year. Hopefully he's showing good signs of progression. But yeah, I, I don't see it having that much of a fantasy impact. In fairness though, I don't see it being a huge boost for Connor. And the only reason I say that is because in fantasy, he got most of his points for his touchdowns, which is a really attractive thing about Connor, was the touchdowns. And I think whether Edmund stayed or not, those touchdowns were his. So he's still going to be it's obviously better for him, don't get me wrong. But he's still going to, yeah, be a top running back this year in redraft. He's still going to have the same problem, which is his injury record. And personally, <laughs> I don't like drafting a player after their, one of their best seasons for injuries immediately afterwards because the chances are that it's going to go back to form where he's in and out of the team due to niggling injuries or long-term injuries. But yeah, you can't. The touchdowns are there for him, so he should be a top ten draft pick in redraft. Yeah. Okay, nice. Let's move on to um, Christian Kirk and Blockbuster sign-in. There's huge money. If anyone wants to check out the specific amounts, feel free to do so. But uh, highest paid. Uh, Devante Adams on notice immediately um, as Twitter blew up. Um, yeah, Christian Kirk, what do we think of the move? First of all, to the Jags, obviously they've surrounded um, Trevor Lawrence with uh, potential weapons. Tony, you talked about this on the day one review video you made. Mm. Let's, let's chat a bit more about this. What, what, what do you think this means for the Jags assets and Christian Kirk himself? Yeah, I... It, it's strange, isn't it, really, that he's getting paid that much? I mean, he puts him in the same bracket as a few top, top receivers. You know, he's um, per season, he's up there now. And he hasn't really done much, if not, you know, kind of proven himself. He's definitely not a wide receiver one, let's put it like that. And now he's getting paid like one. So I think they're taking a, a risk here. They've they've, they've had, had a look at the market, obviously, with age and... Um, years experience combined you know in their mind and obviously obviously they've gone to get their guy the interesting thing for me is they've got christian kirk now they've got lavisca chanel who they're both slot players so you think this um you know the new signing would say that they've had enough of, of chanel what they've seen the last couple of years um they, in, they bring in Zay Jones, who's very much the same kind of player as Marvin Jones. So they've got two players, the two Joneses on the outside who are very similar, and then Christian Kirk and Chenault, who are very similar. And they bring in Evan Ingram. And Travis Etienne is back, who does catch a lot out of the backfield. It's all, it's all signals, great news for Trevor Lawrence, um, if I'm honest. 
but not many, not much else. I can't get excited about any one player in particular. I think I think Chanel will be cut or traded. That's my gut instinct. And I think they go with three receivers with Kirk in the slot. LeCon Treadwell probably gets cut, although he did he played quite well down the stretch. But it's just I mean, you know, they've got a lot of depth. They've got a lot of wide receiver twos and threes, let's put it like that. No wide receiver ones still. Marvin Jones was supposed to be that person last year. Um, but he didn't. I don't think he, he might have. He's 32 now, so he might have. Uh, the ship might have sailed there. Hard to get excited over one player in particular, unfortunately. Hey, Pete, do you agree with that? You're nodding like you do. Well, yeah. I mean, sem- I, I had to search the number because I can't believe it. Oh, well done. Sem- Thanks. Se- $72 million for a year deal. I mean, if he, if he, makes, if he makes it that long, what's, what's he done? <laughs> To warrant that, I no, I don't know. I can't fathom it, and maybe I'm missing something. But yeah, I mean, it's a downgrade for him as well. I don't. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I don't understand it. I don't understand. Yeah, like it's hard to say. I don't. I, well, who's, who are you gonna? I think. I mean, who are you? Who are you gonna draft first out of that wide receiving core now? I wouldn't touch because him. they all. They all. The one they all. I would like to take bracket. a punt on. Yeah, but even even in the he, hope I mean, that has he shown yeah, anything? Let's be honest. When he's on the field, he does. But the problem is, he's not on the field. So enough. I know you have gummy for injuries, but it's so hard a tight end to draft one. This and especially him, that's never on the field. But the upside is, if they reach the end zone more, he should be the target. Has to be as for a, you know a second year quarterback. They look to their tight ends. They they should do. So he'd be the only one I'd take a punt on later on, but I wouldn't touch any of them in fantasy. I mean, yeah, you don't know who the one is, and you don't know if they might even go out and find the one because, I mean, Alan Robinson's still there. So they can't draft anyone else. Bring it back. Yeah, I don't know. Do do you think the money indicates that Kirk has has to play a pivotal role in this offense? Or do you think that doesn't factor in? Kirk, do you think the fact that they've paid him so much or plan to pay him so much that you know he has to play a pivotal role, or do you think that's a non factor? And they, you know, the they just went and got their guy, but to be honest, they got a bunch of terrible receivers anyway, so he's going to play. I mean, <laughs> he is the Jags, it is the Jags, so he's going to play. They're paying him 72 million, he's on the field, whether he catches a ball or not is a different story. Yeah, it, 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 when when uh, when Lawrence is stepping back and he's getting rushed, it won't money won't matter. It's all about who gets open, who the right who the rights are, you know who's in the who's in that position at the time. I don't I don't think I don't think Lawrence is going to say right. They paid this guy loads of money, so I'm just looking at him the whole time. Um, the coaches might, but you know it doesn't usually translate into the field play. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, looking at Chenault then. Yeah, you know, if you look at Twitter, people are writing them off already. You mentioned you think he's going to get traded, Tony, or yeah. potentially cut. What, what do you think his his future looks like? If you're a, if you're a Chenault owner in Dynasty, where you may be hoping he lands, and do you well, still believe in him? I I got out of him today. I gave up Lavisca Chenault in a league. I don't think yeah, you two are in this one. I gave up Lavisca Chenault plus the two point oh two. So a high draft pick in 10-man 10, 10 league is super flex. So that's going to be quite a good player for Elijah Mitchell. Nope, Elijah Moore. Thoughts? 
is obviously that's the 12th player in the draft. So if you think three or four quarterbacks are going to go off the board, three or four running backs are going to go off the board, maybe that's a fourth receiver or fourth running back in that position. Plus Chanel for more. What do you think? Moore's got a job. Yeah. Yeah. I like Elijah Moore, but yeah. Go on, Matt. No, I was just going to say, yeah, the, the risk is with Chenault. Um, yeah, I, mean, I think that's why I did it. Yeah. I I went for the safer, younger player who's got a job, as you say, who actually looks like he can separate as well. Playing with a better quarterback, well, no, that's not right. But, you know, Zach Wilson is trending the right way. So we'll see. Anyway, uh, yeah, to go back to the question, Chenault, there's too much risk there, but there's so many wide receivers needy teams i think he lands on a good one you know we're going to talk about that in a minute how many wide receivers are available and where we think they're going to go why wouldn't you choose chanel over cordero patterson who is also a free agent of a very similar kind of playing style one's eight years younger you know if he's cut you're looking at those two players if you're in a rebuild team patterson's probably got two years left and chanel's got six or seven so yeah he's going to find somewhere it's just, I don't think it's at Jacksonville after the last two years. Yeah. Anything to add to that, Pete, before we move on to the next player? No. Crack on. Fantastic. So Cedric Wilson cracked on to Miami uh, from the Cowboys. What were you thinking about this? I know you're high on this player, uh, or you were high on him uh, in mm. fantasy at the Cowboys uh, with, with the moves that the Cowboys were making. What would you think of this move now for him and for other players impacted? You go first, Pete, because I do like Wilson, so I'll just be talking about how good he, he is. <laughs> yeah. The problem with these moves, it's not just about the players, it's about where he's landed and the way they play. So Miami, if you look at the receivers last year, I mean, obviously Will Fuller barely sort of fields. Um, they, Devontae Parker, barely sort of fields. So you never saw if they had a one. Are your number one receiver there, and they spread the ball around quite a lot. Gazicki was the main man, obviously the tag. Well, for some games, other than the donuts, obviously we still got the targets, and Tua didn't stay on the ball that long. So mm. I don't know how excited I am. It's better for him. Obviously, he's higher up the depth chart than he was at Dallas. That's a key. Depending on if they don't sign anyone else, but yeah. Um, not massively excited. Better for him, but not huge in fantasy. Unless Tony thinks different, which I imagine he will. No, I don't. I think I I think it's a strange fit, to be honest, because he, he did play best in the slot. Waddle has to stay in the slot, doesn't he? Let's be honest. And he's Waddle is like streets ahead in talent wise, I think, compared to to Cedric Wilson. So they need to they need to kind of make the offense go through Waddle and Gaseki now if he's staying on the tag because he's not going to come off the field. Um, so Cedric Wilson, I think he'll beat Devante Parker out of a job. Um, and I think he can play on the outside. It's just he can have a chance really with Cooper and um, Michael yeah. Gallup there. So I, I like him. Um, I just don't know if Tua will be able to... Um, provide fancy members for him which is a shame it feels like he's moved up one on the depth chart but yeah. down a grade in team so yeah. it kind of just ends up 
evened out really. Good shout. Perfect. Moving on to Russell Gage then at the Bucks with the unretired Tom Brady. Um, the poor guy who bought the, the last Tom Brady ball is no longer the last Tom Brady ball. Um, <laughs> shout out to him. I'm sure he's uh, not struck for cash if he's spending that kind of money anyway. But uh, yeah, Russell Gage um, saw some of the stuff he was able to do at the Falcons last year where they really needed someone to do something. Um, what do we think about this one? P, let's go to you first. I might be odds, but I'm excited about this. I quite like it. I mean, towards the end of the year at the Falcons, he was playing great football. I had a necessity, but I liked what I saw, and I, I didn't expect it from him. So that's why it's, it's a little bit exciting. And then he goes to Tampa, and he's going to pick up it's a position on the team where he's going to essentially push out people like Scotty Miller, these boys that stepped in, who aren't super talented, but got targets, and now they're going to go to a mm. bigger, more talented receiver who could probably do a lot more with it. So I'm excited for Tampa. I think it's great for them. They got so many playmakers again, and obviously, if there is an injury on that team, like there was last year, you can immediately step into a big fantasy role on that team. Better for him, better position, but not immediately. You might need an injury to one of the others, which is probable to step into a big fantasy role. Unless a, it could be worse if a certain QB goes to a certain team that he left. We'll <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely get into that. And uh, Antonio's cap as well. Um, uh, Tony, anything to add on Russell Gage? No, I like him. I uh, uh, Antonio Brown last year, you were drafted him where? Round 10? Yeah, oh yeah. Don't remind me. He's not the same talent, but he's in the same situation. If they go three wide receivers, he'll be the third wide receiver there. Uh, careful. I've just seen a note about Brady recruiting Julio Jones. I think that's a load of rubbish, but you know, it just shows <laughs> yeah. that uh, if I'll happen, scratch everything yeah. I said. <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit it out, Pete. Don't worry. If, uh, if, if <laughs> Julio signs, we will edit that out. Russell Gage, um, moving on to uh, CJ Uzama, then who's um left Super Bowl uh, runners yeah. the Bengals to join the Jets. Uh, yeah, and the, on, and, the, and the Bengals just literally signed Hayden Hurst as well as we're speaking. So they've replaced Uzama with Hayden Hurst. So we'll, we'll have some tight end talk now because obviously they're, they're Pietro's favorite position. Uzama goes to the Jets. The Jets are building a nice team, aren't they, really? Let's think about this. they got Conklin as well, who's not going to start. But they've got um, up-and-coming quarterback. They've got Elijah Moore, who's supposedly you know the next best thing on Twitter. They've got um, Michael Carter in the running back position. Now they've got solid tight ends in Uzama and Conklin, which they didn't have. Z- they had zero tight ends, let's be honest, last year. So maybe they go to a bit more of a normal package. Corey Davis will be there, but I think he's more or less a blocker now. Um, but he was quite good when he was on the field. They're, they're looking at trending up. The Jets are trending up. Tre- Jets and Jags have had a really good offseason, I think. Um, so we need to look at all the positions that they've been brought in. Berrios, did Berrios sign as well? I think he resigned Braxton Berrios. So, you know, they get rid of Crowder. Berrios will take that slot slot position. And I think that's quite a nice um, nice receiving call there for Zach Wilson. But they are the Jets. Let's remember this. <laughs> yeah, they are the Jets and they are the Jets. They've had a good off-season because yeah. they needed to. 
yeah. Everything's an improvement from where they were. Pietro, yeah. um, anything to add on uh, on that move in tight end space? Your speciality? I, I, yeah, I'm glad you asked me about this big, big move. No, um, <laughs> it's don't be completely good for the Jets. Um, relevant in fantasy for him. I mean, they're, they're the Jets. There's two two decent tight ends, and I don't see it being. Yeah, he's he's not fancy relevant, in my opinion. But it's only good for Zach Wilson. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, okay. Let's move on then to um, some of the players that are still available. Haven't found a team. Um, We'll start with the wide receiver position. Someone, a big name that didn't have a big season last year, Alan Robinson. Um, I mean, this is just open forum now. Let's just just talk about where you want him to land, what you think the impact's going to be, um, where we might land, where some of the speculation's been. Tony, come to you first. Alan Robinson, what are your thoughts? Well, I I think you'll land a job where... The, you know, Atlanta were up there. I, I, somewhere like the Patriots wouldn't surprise me. What, what else have they got there apart from Jacoby Myers and Kendrick Bourne? Somewhere where there's there's a lack in receiver on the outside. Robinson's best position is probably on the outside. So you know, you look at Atlanta now. If if they were to bring him in, you stick obviously Pitts in the tight end position and Robinson out wide. I think he's still got a bit to offer. He seems like he was playing. You know, disinterested, if you like, from the Bears. I don't think he's lost his talent. I think, I think he's, I think if he goes somewhere where, you know, there's a strong quarterback like Matt Ryan or even Mac Jones now, I think we'd be surprised. So I've circled those two as the best landing spots for him. Nice, P. Nodding. Yeah. No, the Patriots was team I had in my head for him. They seem like a perfect, they seem to be hoovering up quality free agents so last season I thought they might do the same this year but I can't it's it's a struggle to see anywhere else because all the the big teams with lots of talent are basically concentrated on securing the talent that they have Hmm. so yeah I agree like like the Chargers for example they're signing down the players Tampa signed down uh, Godwin made sure he was secure yes they picked up Gage but most of the big ones are just concentrating on their players like Green Bay. So it has to be someone like that. And I yeah. said, if the Jags are wasting that kind of money on Kirk, then it's got to, <laughs> there's got to be a home for him somewhere. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. Um, if, you, if you own him in Dynasty, then uh, you'll be hoping for hoping for one of those teams you mentioned, I think. The, um, let's talk about another big name, Julio Jones. Very recent news cut yesterday from the Titans after one year. Um, injury struck last year. A lot of people talked about it, including on this podcast, we talked about how to climb and, and all the rest of it. Let's talk about Julio, where he might land. Um, yeah. yeah. Go for it. I, so I think, I'm, I'm trying to rank my... Um, best players now that's in the free agency uh, pool. I think it goes Alan Robinson, then Julio, if I'm honest. Then maybe Juju, Will Fuller, we'll get to some of those in a bit. But Julio is, he's only had, I know he's, you know, he he had a bad year last year. 
a really bad year at the Titans. They've released him. And now um, he's in a bounce back position. If he, you know, he needs to go to a contender. He's not going to rebuild. This is what, um, you know, Tom Brady's saying, essentially, come play with someone like me. So, and Rogers, what's wrong, what's wrong with uh, sticking opposite Devontae Adams? Huge. Huge, that would be. P. It'd be huge. Uh, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. See. I see the Patriots again. <laughs> it's the same type of <laughs> player they can pick up. They just quality free agents. I mean, I can easily see them picking up one of them. They got him. Yeah. What okay. about um Yeah, we can't say every single um contender goes to the Patriots. Are they ready to contend? I, I can watch me. Are they ready to contend? Oh, it depends what you mean by contend. Well, are they going to win that division <laughs> with the Bills? I don't think so. Mm, no. Whereas the Packers, I just feel like the Packers is a good fit for Julio. I don't know why. Um, I think the Packers don't have the money yeah, to maybe, make it work. Maybe. I think that'll be a problem for them. Um, yeah. Someone like yeah. the Ravens want to look out for a receiver, but I, I just can't see it being a good fit for him. So I don't know. Okay. Okay, let's move on to some of those names you mentioned, Tony, Juju and Will Fuller. Um, we start with Juju. Um, we, we don't think he's going to... Well, we talked about could he end up with the, remaining with the Steelers. Um, oh, Pietro, God, you're such an attention-seeking, making so much noise there because we're talking about Juju Smith-Schuster. Messing around with your, with your headphones. We'll go to you first, then. Most sensitive headphone I've ever made. Oh, honestly, yeah. He's just... He's a drama Can't hear a word of it. He's back on the podcast and he's already... Must be definitely on your end. <laughs> oh, it is, yeah. Oh. I hear Juju and I started smashing the mic. (laughs) (laughs) Go on. Talk to us about Juju. Where's he going? Fantastic dynasty talent and you should be buying. But um, (laughs) Every year you should get out of T-shirt pick. Where is he going? I mean, he was linked with the Ravens last year and I think that's a possible destination for him. I can see him going there. I I can also see him and as I said earlier, re-signing. (laughs) <laughs> but the Patriots, uh, the Steelers, I don't know why. Um, I won't say the Patriots for this one, so I don't see them fitting in there. Um, the Chiefs, do, do you really see that? I would hate it to be the Chiefs because I think that would be a waste for him. So I don't, I don't see him being fancy relevant at the Chiefs, I'll be honest. They, he's, he doesn't fit their style of play. In my eyes, they like pace from all their receivers. If you can't do a jet sweep, I don't think you're going to get signed by the Chiefs. And uh, that's not Juju's game. So yeah, I I just stuck with the Ravens and I can't really pick up another team that has the budget and the needs. But I'll be no doubt wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Speculation. Speculation. That's what it's It's hard. I think this is a hard player. Yeah, he does fit the Chiefs. He does fit the Chiefs. He's because he, yeah. <laughs> Pringle will got Pringle will be gone. Demarcus Robinson will be gone. Hardman, yeah. they've got that player. Hardman and Hill can do all the running around and uh, whatever. They do need someone to run with Kelsey, I guess. Um, whatever. 
I I don't know. If he goes to the Chiefs, it's bad news. You might think it's good news, but I think it's I don't think it's good news if he goes to the Chiefs. So um no. Yeah, I I don't know how his value is gonna go up really. Um I'm more excited about Will Fuller. Does that make does that that's weird, isn't it? Definitely. That's strange. <laughs> but Fuller's got the Fuller has got the ability to blow the top off the defense. We haven't seen him for a year. I, we have to do a like a series, a television program on his finger. What what happened to what happened to Will Fuller's finger last year? Can that be like a documentary or something? Why not? I need Why not? please look for it. it. How is it taking? How is it taking <laughs> him out for the whole year? I just don't, I, oh, police are looking for it, yeah. There's a manhunt somewhere looking for his finger. <laughs> but uh, strange, really strange injury. Took him out for a year. Really disappointed about that because um you know he's one of his he's a, he's only going to stay fast for a certain amount of time but let's just remember how good he was that year before um and if he lands with watson which we'll talk about in a minute probably i mean i think i actually think the more this goes on the more i think that's going to happen so watson's going to miss six six or seven games probably um and will fuller will become a good sneaky buy i think he's a buy now for that reason I've got Will Fuller on the team. I'm looking at that thinking him and Watson are going to land together. Do you agree with that, Pete? Well, if you're comparing the two, I'd rather have Juju again <laughs> in the hope that he does land somewhere big for him, mm, fantasy-wise. Yeah. I said the Chiefs is not a big move. Only because he's younger and I can't forget his first season. It was... So much. So why why do you think he's had so no buzz there. about him at all? Why is there no? Why well, he no had Big Ben there. there, and the way they no, played him in the um in the off season, in you know now, for agency, ah, we're, we're NFL wise. Yeah. Wow. Well, don't know a lot about that. I'll be honest, and I can't really understand it. So it's about needs. It's because people like Alan Robinson are still there. Alan Robinson to the Rams. All right, so he's Alan not there Robinson <laughs> to the Rams. Wow, breaking. Breaking news. To the Rams. Now, now let's think How many about receivers the Rams. The Rams are collecting them, isn't they? Well, but Beckham's not going to definitely won't be there for six months. Six months? Six weeks. Mm-hmm. He's torn his ACL in the Super Bowl. He, yeah. he, won't, be back, he won't be back till November, so it'll be him. Robinson. Woods going to make it? Camp? Oh, that's massive. I think it's a huge move that Woods is Woods will make it definitely. Um, I'm just trying well, to think of how they, what that this does the cup. I know. Our I was number one. To ask. Yeah. Our number one. Uh, Muddies the waters a bit for people going all in on cup. I don't see how. Cup had to play against ODB and Woods, and it wasn't an issue. And now three he's probably as well. they'll play three a deal. yeah they'll play a free receiver set. It's not going to be a four well, receivers on the field. Woods, Woods, yeah, but this kills Van Jefferson. No, Cup, Cup, and two others is what it what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Van Jefferson's out the picture. They'll start with Cup, Woods, and Robinson as the three yes. receivers. But what if Alan Robinson? The hell of a receiving call that. 
Oh yeah, and if Alan Robertson starts going for breakfast with Stafford, then we got another. I don't. I don't think they're going to sign Beckham. I think Beckham's going to be a free agent. He is a free agent. I don't think Beckham's going to join back. That's that's the big move. I think it ruins the ODB dream of the comeback yeah. at a big team. I think that's the killer there. So Van Jefferson and Beckham lose out here. I think and maybe even the Higby Robertson. Higby, yeah, well, uh, I agree with that. Big. Yeah, we got sidetracked, yeah. Yeah, huge. and the Rams. Sorry. <laughs> we were just talking about Alan Robinson. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. Right, it's huge news. Um, and this is a quick thing to happen. Uh, <laughs> in the interest of time, let's rattle through a couple of running backs that are still up in the air. Uh, Melvin Gordon, Ronald Jones, and uh, Lenny Fournette. Oh, big names. Big names. Two of them are re-signing. Put them in there's, some there's more. Let me just say, there's some more. Obviously, there's Paul R. Patterson, there's Sony Michelle, oh, there's yeah. a few others. <laughs> yeah. But these are yeah. the three... Let me tell you, uh, two of those three will be at the same team. Who's <laughs> that? Well, I'll let you go first and see if we agree. It's not Ronald Jones. There you go. <laughs> oh, so, so, sorry, <laughs> you the, same team, the same team as they were last year. I thought you meant the same yeah, team. Yeah, I mean, I think it's obvious. Right. So Leonard Fournette should go back to Tom Brady, otherwise they're rolling with Keyshawn Vaughn. Um. So I'm not sure about that. Melvin Gordon, I don't think he's going to go back. I know you think so. I'm guessing that's the I'm, other one you thought would go back to Denver. I'm pretty I sure, he did. yeah. Yeah, we... We, we, um, we discussed this before, didn't we? We discussed this last, year, uh, last week, and I don't think... I don't think so. I think to win the Super Bowl, to make the playoffs, as most of these teams are proven, you need two very good running backs. Like the Rams, yes. when they had Sonia Michelle and Akers running the ball... Obviously, it didn't work great in the Super Bowl, but it, but it works right the season, especially the playoffs when they brought Akers back in. You need depth as well. I just can't understand how the Broncos think a rebuild would work without Melvin Gordon when he played so well throughout the year. Yeah. I can't see a scenario where he doesn't resign, unless there's someone in a draft, but that's over my head. No, I, I, yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, and Fournette's got to be a given. I mean, these the bands Fournette, back together. Yeah, <laughs> Fournette will land. I think it's the. I think you'll go to the Bills if he doesn't. Bills need. They could roll with Singletary. You know, they obviously had that funny thing with McKissick, but he. <laughs> they obviously you got him and didn't. But that's the the fact is they're looking for someone else to go with Singletary. So now that just probably means they pick someone like Patterson or. Uh, Rashad Penny's still a free agent. I don't know. There's there's loads of options out there. I think Penny's still a good free agent. Fournette last year was talked linked with Seahawks. So there's still running back needy teams out there, um, and there's still some running backs left out there. So you could argue that every team in the NFL needs a running back at all times, except for Miami. <laughs> yeah, they, they could <laughs> they could still pick a good one over them. Yeah. Yeah, I th- Ronald Jones is an interesting one. I don't. Yeah, is he is he that good? I mean, is he shown enough? No, though? this I mean, is the thing. You know, <laughs> what was he? He's a big name with? fantasy wise, but yeah, I, I don't see how. Nah, I think I think he, he's he's only twenty five, mind. In the summer, he's still relatively young. He's never but, carried uh, the workload. Sony Michelle doesn't full... feel like he's gonna. He's got probably more of a chance than Sony Michelle to get a lead back role. But I don't think Sonia Michelle needs a lead back role. I mean, no, he's proven I what he can do. Yeah. 
I, th- I think most teams are adjusting to, well, the whole NFL is going with two running backs from what I can see. Yeah. It's, I it's, think that change happened a while back. It did, but in fantasy-wise, there's no such thing as the one down back anymore. Which no. The three down back, excuse me. Mm. It's, and it's going to happen when McCaffrey eventually comes back as well. Just another yeah. thing. Even Talking John about Taylor, later on. Even Taylor's not a uh, no. You know the best running back. Yeah, Hines comes in. Yeah. Something's telling me about death. Fournette. I think Fournette holds the key here. He either goes back to, you know, it goes back to Tampa and they run it back with Tom Brady and Gronk comes back and all that good stuff, or Fournette decides he's had enough of their changes scenery. <laughs> And that means to the Bucks, whoever lands a, a running back of the Bucks is going to be highly sought after for fantasy. I'm saying it now. I, I, I am 99% certain he goes back to the Bucks. Mm. I don't. I think if record Matthew. Yeah, yeah, we got it. I know I could regret it, it but 99% certain. If Brady wants him back, and he is good friends with Fournette, he liked him. He talked positively about him throughout the season. Then it'll happen. I have no doubt in my mind. Oh yeah, how could Brady? Brady must have uh, had a few demands in his return. But yes. I think I think OBJ. Oh, I, I go back to the OBJ thing again. I think I really do think he's unfortunately won a ring and he's off. So he'll be on the market. That'll be another big name for someone because he did prove he still had it last year. But there'll be no rush with him, so that's gonna. Yeah, slow burn at that one, I think. Cool, absolutely right. Let's um, one final thought then. Let's talk about Deshaun Watson. Um, mm. supposedly torn between four teams at one point the Falcons, the Saints, the Panthers, and the Browns. Now down to three is the, is the feel. The Falcons in lead position he seems to have a soft spot for that, although. There's not much going on in that offense, but it could spare a lot of big moves if he ends up there. We've talked about Will Fuller potentially going with him. You'd imagine that anyone who's picking him up is, and doesn't have the weapons are going to build around him. So, Jarvis Landry, that's another name to think Jarvis of. Jarvis Landry yeah, has been talking to the Falcons. So, first of all, where do you think, just give me one team you think Deshaun's going to land at, um, and you're wearing your Falcons cap, Tony. So, maybe that's where you're. You're looking. Um, and I, think then, it will be the, I think it'll be the Falcons, yeah. Okay, the Falcons. Pietro, give me one team you think he's going to land at. doesn't have to be... Falcons. Okay. It is the Falcons. It's the Falcons. <laughs> you, you both are saying the Falcons. And Okay, so assuming it is the Falcons, what do you think that means for Deshaun and the Falcons? And do you think Will Fuller lands there as well, as we've mentioned? And I think it'll be Will Fuller, Landry and Pitts as his weapons. And I think... It'll be a running back they draft, so maybe... Well, I don't know. It depends how many picks they throw away <laughs> for Watson. But, you know, they might not have a pick. But, okay, so let's say they bring back Patterson or someone at running back. we just gone through the names, you know, Sonny Michelle, Penny. You know, any of those that land with Watson, that's, that's, a, that's a great, great spot for running back. I don't really care about the offensive line too much with a quarterback that's going to keep them in game script and all that good stuff. Um, obviously, you know, Watson's going to miss six or seven games. though. that's the other thing to think about here. So I was thinking about what this does to Matt Ryan um, and the, or, or why, why um, 
Atlanta are even going for him if he's going to be sitting out six or seven games. But obviously, Matt Ryan probably doesn't have to move anywhere. He'll be the quarterback for those seven games. I think we're all of the opinion that Matt Ryan's this is his last year at Atlanta, so it might be a switch to Deshaun next year. Um, might be silly. Mm. Maybe Matt Ryan does what he can, gets the three and three, and Watson comes off his suspension. I don't know. Gets to the trade deadline in week eight. Watson comes back. Is there's so many things here. Um, if they are three and three, and Watson comes back off his suspension, Wheels could be up for for Atlanta for that down the stretch. They're in a position where they are competing against Carolina and the Saints, really for second place. Considering the Bucks will just run away with that division, um, and the other two teams have got Taysom Hill and. Sam Donald, the quarterback. So they are. They, you, we say the Falcons are not looking great on paper. If they if they land Watson, they're second favorites in that division. Simple. Mm. See, I don't know if I could do everything that you said there because my new thing, as I'm learning What's in Dynasty and Fantasy, is to look at the teams and cap space and things like that, which I never looked at before. And the Falcons had trouble with cap space last year. And the big chunk of it is Matt Ryan. So I don't know how they bring Watson in and whatever money he's going to be on and keep Matt Ryan on the roster and bring in all these free agents for what's going to have to be dollars and fit it all in. So Matt Ryan will leave I, That's... Well, just trying to do the maths. <laughs> I don't know how they keep two highly paid quarterbacks on the roster at the same time. I don't see how they can do it. And no. bring in, like you said, Will Fuller as well. So somebody's got to give. Yeah, They did shed some with Julio last year, but they had to, otherwise they wouldn't have made a roster. So... Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, I it's, unli- it's unlikely, you're right, it's unlikely Matt Ryan st- stays there. It doesn't usually happen, does it? Too big... Uh, no, especially with so many QB and ED teams like Dave could do with him as a stopgap. Well, I, I think Baker until Mayfield, the draft rolls around next year, Mayfield will hold the key again now because obviously he's not going to stay. He's not going to stay with the Browns definitely after what's just happened. Um, you know, them, them giving them the signs basically that they're going with um, or they're going after Watson. So you know, there's talk of him going to Seattle. Which would be a QB needing team picking up Baker Mayfield. That would be a that would be kind of a big QB switch there. Obviously leaving then a gap in the Browns and the Colts for Jimmy G. One of them will be taken by Jimmy G. One of them taken by Matt Ryan, maybe. So yeah, there's probably enough QBs to go around to fill the holes. The Colts, Seahawks, and the Browns now are all QB needy. And don't forget, we got probably Malik Willis is probably the only starting QB ready out that's coming out of the draft. Um, and he might sit for a year. Um, yeah, the QB landscape is really interesting, I think. And it just affects so many players, you know. Bigger Mayfield goes to Seattle, then what does that do for Metcalf and Lockett? Jimmy G goes to the Colts, what does that do for Pittman? Um Malik Willis somehow goes to the Browns or whatever. What does that do for Amari Cooper? It's just it's just all in the air at the moment. I think t- actually not as I said, Baker Mayfield holds the key. Deshaun Watson holds the key, whatever he decides. 
Well, and, can and I throw a name in there? Go on. The one name before we go. Because like, this is, is it a quarterback? Is it a quarterback? It's tight ends. You know, it's, it's me. It's tight ends. Oh, OJ Howard to the Bills. Nah, not buying it. Stop. Does that Cut. stop the, the knock the knock string? <laughs> Buy Knox. Who's got Knox? Have any of us got Knox in Dynasty? No. I picked him up off the wire last Good. year, which I thought was a, a decent pick Yeah, mm. I think he's a buy. Uh, this news is only going to push it down, but Howard looked... I mean, he couldn't beat Bray out of the lineup when Gronk was injured last year. I'll never forget that. Gronk missed the game with his back. And, you know, we thought Howard would explode, but... I, I, yeah, Howard just come back it. from injury himself at that point. Yeah. I know the game you're on about. Yes. Knox it's is never on ever. On That's news. the point. Yeah. I think it's a free punt here. He's a shot Not to nothing. Me. Not for me. <laughs> right. Well, on that note, we will uh, wrap it up. A lot to talk about, like you said, and it's only going to continue. So we'll uh, keep putting out video yeah. content as long as Tony's willing to put his face on camera. We will keep uh, pumping it out. And Pietro, I'm sure, would love to get involved in some capacity and telling us about all these tight end moves. As he loves to do. Um, and it wouldn't be a podcast if we didn't give Chalo a shout out. So I'm sure Chalo will. Absolutely no the, reason whatsoever. I think it's on the weather at some point um, and how that will impact a lot of these free agency moves. Uh, but uh, Tommy, where can people find you and tell you how wrong you are on the podcast? FF underscore lights out seven on Twitter. Please. Fantastic. Pietro, do you welcome people contacting you on Twitter? Well, they can find me outside the race, shouting about tight ends 24-7. <laughs> Fantastic. Or on Twitter somewhere. One more, one more bit of breaking news for us. Oh, go on. So Baker Mayfield has said that the relationship is too far, has gone too far to mend, and he's put himself officially on the block. Wow. The show so never ends. Leaving. He will be leaving the Browns, pretty wow. much guaranteed. He won't play for them. Canada, here he comes. <laughs> Seattle's close to Canada. Seattle is close to Canada. <laughs> there we go. The uh, QB merry-go-round continues. Um, yeah, and OTP has uh, a meeting with the Patriots tomorrow. There you go. Oh, wow! It's all happening fast. Here we go. Um, fantastic. No, well, yeah, we are going to have to get some more content out there, Tony. You're going to have to update your rankings. Probably in that couple, one hour, it feels like tomorrow. a lot has changed. A lot has changed. <laughs> a lot has changed. Um, yeah, find us at Bangers Trash Pod. Um, I'm at Statman May, and uh, we will be back next week with another podcast. In the meantime, check out the website um, www.bangersandtrash.co.uk for loads of content on free agency and speculation on what could happen uh, in the upcoming season. Thanks for joining us, as always, and cheers to you both for uh, for chatting to all of this.